0: Big news. This Wellness Couch podcast is proudly brought to you by The Wellness Summit, returning this year to Melbourne on August 17 and 18. Early bird tickets and all info at thewellnesssummit.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wendy's Way with your host, Wendy Stewart, a show featuring everyday people on their wellness journeys, living inspiring lives with courage and passion.
1: everyone to this episode of Wendy's Way. I'm your host, Wendy Stewart. Thank you for tuning in. I am so super excited and thrilled to have as a guest on my show today, someone I admire, respect, listen to, revere, and really someone who has made a massive impact on my life from the day I met him, from the first time I heard him speak, to all the adventures we've had together. I am proud to call him friend, and I unashamedly love him like a brother. He A great guy. He's one of those pesky little brothers who gives you crap, calls you on your stuff, but he's one of the best mates you could have he is truly an amazing human who cares so deeply for other humans and their health and wellness. So please welcome to my show, the one, the only, Dr. Damien Kristoff. Yay!
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, Wendy, that's the greatest introduction I've ever had, and it means so much that you said those words. So thank you so much oh, you for so um, introducing me like that.
1: You know wow. what I mean? Every single one of them, Damo.
0: Wow, oh, that's so nice, so nice. I'm humbled, oh, humbled, and so grateful that you'd asked me to be on your show oh, too. When-
1: Hello, right back at you. I'm humbled you would be agree to be on my show. You know, it's <laughs> like I know you've been on my show before, but for me, it's always like a full circle moment from sitting in an audience or listening to you go, go, "Oh my god, this guy's so funny," but he's so clever. To being able to call you mates and having chats with you, and you know, giving each other grief and teasing each other good-naturedly. You know, who would have thought? <laughs> I
0: know, right? Who would have thought? Who, would, Who have thought? would have thought? But we're doing stuff together as well, you know. Like you and I continue to work on stuff. You know, the the Wendy's Way Forage Challenge, Absolutely. which I I really enjoy doing. That you know, it's a great thing. I love seeing that people can continue to lose weight and at the same time get really healthy, and and that doesn't cost them anything. Like I think the that's whole a really point, great. Right, just,
1: that's the I game changer. It. Yeah. So let me tell everyone who's listening a little bit about you because this might be the first time they've heard you. Mm. all of you. <laughs> okay. So my friend Damien, from now on to be called Damo on this podcast episode, he is a nutritionist, a naturopath, and a chiropractor. He is an absolutely highly sought after presenter and speaker in the wellness industry, not just in Australia, but globally in New Zealand and many, many other parts of the world. Damien has over 20 years of experience. His in-depth knowledge of the body, nervous system, food functions, and responses coupled with his friendly, dynamic, and cheeky presenting styles see him in very high demand. Damien focuses on food as key to unlocking optimum health and wellness. Damien presents in-depth facts and concepts that have never really been readily available to the public and offering all audiences from industry experts to the general public, like me, highly valuable content as he engages, educates, inspires, Everybody across the globe. So thank you and welcome again to my show, Dr. Damien Christoph. Wow,
0: I couldn't have written that better myself. That's amazing. <laughs> you
1: did write it, you freak.
0: <laughs> I don't know who wrote it. I actually think that Rebecca, um, you know, Beck
1: Yeah, I think Beck wrote that Porage. for you, didn't yeah, she? I think yeah. Beck
0: wrote that for me. Because yeah, I yeah. think
1: when I asked for your bio ages ago, because we were going to do some work together, I you know, yeah. I've got a couple of paragraphs, but you know, I've kind of paraphrased that into my little thing. But well that's who you are in a nutshell, Demo. You're Mr. Nice Guy, you're Mr. Health and Wellness, you know, you are a rock star. And you just <laughs> give so much of yourself to everybody.
0: Mm, Thank you, Wendy. Look, I really love it. I I love the space. Um, To be honest with you, this last 12 months, maybe 18 months, I've probably been the most disenchanted with wellness uh, that I have ever been in my whole life. So it's been a really interesting phase, a really interesting journey because I've been so involved in it for such a long time. And at the same time, have become quite um, disappointed with where wellness has actually gone to the point that where I think wellness now could be a dirty word and so I'm like oh do I really want to be part of the wellness industry yes um, and I am like I am I'm a naturopath I'm a nutritionist I'm a chiropractor like that's all very much part of wellness but the dirtiness of wellness is that people are flogging products as opposed to sharing information and and I think that's 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 Uh, almost directs the type of information that uh, people get exposed to. The other thing is, too, that because wellness has become maybe um, a little bit too easy uh, to enter People don't take it as seriously as what it could be taking, because there's some strategies and, and ways of life that are you know embrace concepts within the wellness industry that can really change a person's life. But because of the way in which wellness has been portrayed, whether it be in the media or whether it be through social media, um, and potentially even in the marketplace, um, people shy away from it. they don't take it seriously. They don't, they don't think it's you know. and look in Australia, I think scientific. Is, is the big buzz thing at the yes, moment. So yes. they think that wellness isn't scientific or they think that chiropractic is not scientific or they think that herbs are not scientific. And that's just because of rhetoric that the media kind of spins. And so as a result, it, everything kind of gets bundled into it. So I, the, the last 18 months, I have to tell you, Wendy, it's been a really interesting time in my life because I go, oh, is this the industry that I'm going to – work in for the rest of our life the reality is it probably will be but i think we need to shape it again i think we need to to shake it up you know probably do a bit of a clean out get rid of some of the dead wood and some of the duds and um and and, and rev it up again i think there's a bit of revving that needs to be done
1: i couldn't i agree with you so much couldn't agree with you more Dave. and you know i've i have been fortunate enough to be your friend and be part of your journey and watch you you know go through this last year and mm. For me, as, you know, from someone who watched you and was educated by you and continues to be educated by you, I think so much out there gets lost in the message because everybody claims to be a wellness this, that or the other, whatever. You know, it's as you said, it's very easy to become part of this industry And we've had a few people who have not been possibly, you know, the best advocates or have been a bit disingenuous. But, you know, it's time. We really just have to go back to basics, take control. And the thing is we have to take control. We have to ask the questions. We have to educate ourselves. And in my humble opinion, we've got to decide what's best for us and stop getting confused with all the messages that are out there. We just have to figure out, go back to basics, get to the core, and just just move and do what works for us and just get on track with it.
0: Yeah, well, that's, that's great wisdom, Wendy. And, and if we think about, you know, what that means, I suppose we have to come back to like the master question, what is it that we actually want? Why are we doing whatever it is that we're doing? Exactly. Um, what's our philosophy? And and I think that's a, it's a fair question. I think a lot of people kind of just, you know, find their way and trudge through life and they get through life and they get to the end and go, oh, well, there you go. That was life. Um, I don't want to leave yet. I'm not ready. I haven't finished everything I ever wanted to do. But maybe maybe um, they didn't live life with a philosophy. And that absence of philosophy can actually mean that you might miss out on quite a lot of things. So if there's nothing to direct you, then you'll just kind of go rudderless through life. And for me, having a philosophy around my health and well-being and some guidelines and some standards and um, I suppose um, some some rules or ground rules around what yep. it is that I, I do. Um, that helps me, you know, live a healthy and well life. And so, uh, the 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 saddest thing, I suppose, that happens at the moment is that because we rely so heavily on evidence based medicine and science people have lost that ability to be creative with their healthcare. Um, they're looking for what the science already proves or what the science knows. And yes. as a result, they start to look for body hacks or biohacks. Yes. Or they're looking for the active component in a herb or they're looking for um, the, you know, the best outcome for the least amount of input. And, and that's because science has tried to explain nature as opposed to, us having a philosophy that involves nature in its you know in our well-being so i think our reliance our heavy dependence on science and scientific rigor is making us ask less questions and as a result of asking less questions, it's easier to get swayed and led along the way, um, which might mean that you end up going down a cascade of intervention through pharmaceutical yes. interventions and surgery, or it may mean that you end up going down a wellness lifestyle um, process that might cost you a fortune and have very poor results. So it's, it's, we need a bit of a combination. There used to be this great sign at the front of Minas University, actually not too very far away from where you live, Wendy. True. Um, but there, there used to be this big sign at the front, and it says science is not the answer. Science is the the way in which we ask better questions. And for me, that was something that um, was an eye-opening moment in the last probably 18 to 24 months Yes, was that Monash University is saying, hey, let's not rely on science for the answers. Let's rely on science to ask better questions. So what's meant to happen with scientific rigor is not that we're meant to prove stuff. It's meant that we're supposed to get to a point and go, okay, so now what? And so at every single level we go, now what? So when you know when the U.S. first landed on – the moon they didn't go okay done now we know the moon's out there that's all we've got to do they've gone okay so now we can land on the moon now what how far can we go uh and and the same thing you know should be said for things like chiropractic for example where it, the very, very first person who got a chiropractic adjustment had his hearing restored. No one, as far as I know, in the history of the world of chiropractic ever since has had their hearing restored after a chiropractic adjustment. But other things have actually happened as a result. And so we kind of go, how much further can we take this? Um, rather than actually going, okay, chiropractic is only good for neck pain, back pain, and headache. We go, how much further can we take this? That's the, that's a, a a reasonable question to ask. Same thing for Exercise, same thing for food, same thing for mindset, same thing for mindfulness. How much further can we take this? Uh, and do we have to be limited by what's been proven so far, or can we start to explore outside the realms of scientific scientifically evidence-based medicine maybe we use evidence-informed approaches as opposed to just an evidence base if that makes sense
1: absolutely and i think you know i've been around you you know quite a few years now and the wellness couch and you know all our friends from the wellness couch and the one thing that i have been taught by yourself and many others is to ask better questions do the research ask better questions, be open to new modalities, new ways of thinking, but work out what's best for you and work out what's best for your body as an individual. You know, don't follow the mass herd mentality kind of thing and just, um, you know, be an individual. And I guess I live that in every shape, form of my life. You know, I don't. <laughs> it's
0: true. You can laugh. It's, it's okay. <laughs> you know, it's all right. It's true. Yeah. So true. But you're back for Hawthorne. So that's very... <laughs> um. But, um, <laughs> that was
1: probably one of the best choices I ever made in my life, Damien, oh, and I know oh, you are jealous, so why don't you oh. just deal? Come on now. Don't be a <laughs> hater. Now, we don't want people switching off on us, so, you know, no, that's enough of the football talk. It. Thank you. So, Damien, recently you and I were having a conversation, just, you know, changing gear for a minute. We are talking about stress. And yes. you have taught me that we've got to control Uh, responses to stress, not let stress control us. That is one thing I've had from you, Light and Clear. And I've been Mm. lucky enough to attend your Crack the Stress Code seminar many, many times. And I've always got something new from it. I've always learned something different. And I know you're about to do one. And that was, you know, that was the conversation that led to us recording this podcast. Because I know that that's coming up. But I'd love you to just share a little bit your thoughts on stress and maybe then um, tell us a little more about the seminar you're going to be presenting on the 15th of May at the Sandringham yacht Club in Melbourne
0: I'd love to thank you Wendy thank well you, interestingly um, my thoughts on stress uh, are changing which uh, has been revolutionary and revelationary for me uh, because um, I used to talk and I still do talk on you know how do we moderate the effect or impact of stress on our genetic Um, Potential, you know, how do we, you know, we know that stress affects the way in which our genes are read and the way in which our body behaves. Um, And so we know that stress is involved in um, all chronic diseases. So heart disease, diabetes, cancer, stress is involved in all of that. Uh, And so for many people, they're fearful of stress. However, of late, what I've been, uh, I suppose, researching and talking about and um, getting my head around is the concept that we could embrace the impact of stress so that we could have a greater potential and a more significant growth period um, throughout our whole life. Uh, by acknowledging that yes, we are stressed and yes, we do get stressed and then get the benefit from the stress. And then on the flip side of it, decrease the negative impact or the negative effect of stress. And so it's not now just seeing stress as a naughty word or a bad word. It's actually seeing stress um, and understanding that stress is really, really good for us and hugely beneficial for us and that we grow and we get stronger from it and that our body is built to adapt to stress through mechanisms known as the adaptive stress response. And and that because of that, we can actually use stress to our advantage. And But it, it's also important that we understand the negative impact of stress when stress goes too far. So when we get from where stress is really healthful and beneficial to us to the point where we become a bit overwhelmed with stuff, uh, and when it goes beyond overwhelmed, then that's when there's a real problem with it. So yes, we want stress. Yes, it's very, very good for us. Um, stress that's out of control or stress that is um, likened to anxiety or overwhelm is probably where things start to go wrong and go pear-shaped. So that's what we've got to try to, you know, measure and, and, um, and mitigate the negative impact of that.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, there's so many things we can do to kind of make stress work for us, if, that, you know, if I can say that, because not all stress is bad.
0: No, well, not all stress is bad at all. One of the greatest stresses that we do on a daily basis is eat. So in eating, uh, we actually put our body under stress, and so we have um, impact from food uh, that changes the way in which our body responds to the environment. In fact, that environmental shift inside our, our digestive system alters our whole biochemical um, environment, which which is stressful for the body. So we adapt to that, and then we, we grow as a result of all of that, which is great. Um, the, the other, I mean, obviously, that can be hugely ne- uh, negative on our body too. So if we eat too much of the wrong thing, we can have an insulin-like response, which is Absolutely. pro-inflammatory. Yeah. And all those sorts of things are, are really, really bad. We could also have um, negative impacts from food on um, our cardiovascular system or our digestive system. And so food can be a beneficial stress, but it could also be a negative stress. But another great beneficial stress is, of course, exercise. So um, that's called eustress uh, or e-u stress, and eustress is where stress has a benefit on the body. And I think that um, most stress is eustress until it becomes distress, and and that's where I think we we want to. Um, yeah be, be be careful of it, so too much exercise if we only did one exercise it would be a problem it 's like if we only ate one type of protein that yes. would become a problem Yes, so if we only ate gluten, that would be a problem. If we only ate chickens, that would be a problem. Um, if we only ate kangaroos, then that would be a problem. Um, so it's it's good to be mindful that we want lots of variety and too much of a good thing is actually achievable um, and what can heal can harm. So think about all the different things that you might do um, for your health and being. but just because it's good for you in one extent, it could also be detrimental to you in another extent. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely, because, you know, you can have too much of a good thing, as we know, Damo.
0: <laughs> what would that be, Wendy?
1: I don't know, Damo. <laughs> <laughs> footy, footy 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 too much footy that's never a bad thing don't be ridiculous have <laughs> you lost your mind man come on
0: <laughs> yeah. okay. too much of Hawthorne enough
1: enough, enough. too enough. much Richmond every time I talk to you but anyway <laughs> <laughs> so Damo tell everyone about the crack your stress code seminar please what can people expect if they are you know lucky enough in Melbourne to come along and hear you and see you live
0: Uh, look I'd love to see people coming along to that I think at this point in time we're a couple of weeks out um We've got more than 130 people coming. I think it's it's going to be quite a big event. It's going to be quite a big event. So um, it'll be wonderful to get a lot more people there, and if we get a couple of hundred people there, that would be absolutely wonderful. It is in Sandringham, so it's not too hard for people to get to, albeit there's no freeways to that area. So if you're coming from near Wendy, <laughs> you, you know, you've got to You'd drive you have to down, leave an right.
1: hour early to get there and
0: hopefully be there on time. <laughs> it's a little bit challenging. But we'll have some fun. We'll have some games. We'll talk about some stuff. There'll be lots of things for people to, you know, sample and taste and yes. and buy on the night so people can actually – it's definitely not a sell event so we won't be selling anything other than our exhibitors who are helping us out by funding the night. Um, they will; they'll obviously be um, selling their wares. Um, people will be able to pick up forage at a hugely discounted rate, of course, Wendy. Um, but you, we will talk about philosophies around stress. We'll talk about philosophies around uh, well-being. We'll talk about what the science says in terms of the impact of stress. Uh, we'll talk about plasticity, neuroplasticity, uh, so that we, because we now understand that uh, we can alter the way in which our body responds to stress by adopting various behaviors and so that's a really cool thing so you'll learn that there are things that happen in your life that you respond to in a particular way that you can learn to respond to in a different way not by, by not even trying just by actually doing something slightly different so you'll you're kind of reprogramming your brain to deal with stress differently. So we'll talk all about how to do that, uh, which is cool. Um, and then we'll also talk about how to measure where you are in your stress cycle. So yes. what we understand about stress is yeah. that yeah. you cycle up through stress, you graduate to different levels. Uh, so you go from you know, um, stress, which is healthful, all the way through to depression, which is the most chronic version yeah. of stress. And yeah. so yeah. we'll talk about what signs and symptoms you'll be experiencing along the way to get through those different levels. And then we'll talk about how to unravel it. So if you're at a certain level of stress, we'll talk about how to unravel that. And so there'll be strategies as well that'll enable people to walk away and the very, very next day, or even potentially straight after they've left the event, start to decrease the negative impact of stress but to understand how they can embrace the uh, positive impacts of stress.
1: Absolutely because you know as, as we know there's two sides to everything and having been to you know I've been very lucky to attend quite a few of your presentations and what I love is that you always go home with simple practical advice and you know there's so much you give us to put in our toolboxes to use going forward almost immediately. Like you don't have to wait till Monday to start something or whatever. As you're driving away from the event, you can start implementing, you know, lessons that we have learnt or things that are, you know, that you've said that have just made us all go, oh, okay. Well, that's a different way to think about it. So, you know. And I think you always have amazing exhibitors there and we usually get, uh, you know, awesome samples to try and taste and, you know, people, really interesting people to talk to and meet. And it's just, yes, I know I'm gushing, but it really is, you know, Damien's Crack the Stress Code and the Power of Food are two amazing events and these you know, have helped me along my health and wellness journey and that's for sure.
0: Ah, there you go. Well, that's not a glowing enough reason to get along to the Crack your Stress Code in a couple of weeks' time, then... Then nothing is Wendy. No one would come. No. if that wasn't good well, enough. Well, I, I
1: should just be your event ambassador. That's what I've decided. So I kind of am anyway, demo You know, I will
0: bring uh, everyone you, to my walking a frame.
1: To... I really am, aren't I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Wendy. Anytime. It really is great. It really is great. And look, you know, if people want to get along to it, they can get tickets still. Um, probably in the show notes, we will have a little link to yes, to they the, will. Um, Yes, they, yep, they will. They're to the really... tickets.
1: Absolutely. There'll be a link to the event and where they can buy, you know, you can just buy the tickets online. There are many different ticket options that might still be available by the time this episode goes live. So it's never too late, you know. And if you really, if you're out there and you're struggling and you really don't know where to start with your health and wellness, well, come along. These two hours will be life changing. I have absolutely no doubt about that.
0: Thank you, Wendy. Thank Any, you so much.
1: Anytime. So, David, just moving away from work and all that good stuff, yeah. may I ask, I love to ask this question of all my amazing guests on my show. Yes. What do you do personally, like every day? What are your daily absolute non-negotiables to maintain your health, your wellness, your happiness, your balance? You know, I'd love you to mm-hmm. share those thoughts with my lovely listeners.
0: Well, for me, there's a number of reasons why I do them. I think whatever I do do um, has to come back to what inspires me. Yes. So uh, I'm inspired by my family, my son, Jackson, my wife, Amber, my mum, Teresa, uh, my brother, uh, up until recently, my grandfather. Mm. So I find inspiration in people that I love the most. And so when I'm doing things um, to stay healthy, it's really uh, so that so that I can be there to do the best thing for them, if that makes sense. So I'll eat great food all the time. So my breakfast, my lunch, and my dinner, wherever I have control over it, will always be the best choice I can make. Yes. Um, I drink heaps of water. That's really important. Um, I move. I move a lot. So as a chiropractor, obviously, I've got to move. Um, When I'm not practicing, I'm playing golf. If I'm not playing golf, I'm practicing golf um if i'm you know i go for lots of walks amber and i love to walk along the beach yes. and have you know have hand cuddles that's a really nice thing to do oh, i love that hand cuddles. <laughs> so I love it. it's really nice you know so i do all those sorts of things um i don't take many supplements to be honest with you i don't i, I take supplements from time to time it's not one of those things that i yes. think is really that important um i i do acknowledge that there's functions that can be uh improved and you can achieve certain things by taking supplements yes Uh, i'm just cautious of where supplements come from and how they're actually made so um i don't i don't take supplements um often yeah so for me it's a food first movement um next kind of model and then and obviously, hydration is very, very important. Absolutely. But for for mental health, for me, I have lots of conversations. I have a mindset coach that I speak to every couple of weeks. Um, I uh, I catch up with Lawrence Tam, um, and we have um, a, a coaching, mentoring relationship these days for my That's practice, awesome. which is really great. That's awesome. Um, I get to record with Marcus Pierce every single week, one hundred not out, and so that for me is a really um, great. Great time! I really look forward to just having, you know, conversations with him and just chewing the yes. fat. And so, hundred not outs kind of become that uh, where we, you know, explore what's happening with people, you know, in the world who are living well. But then we, you know, kind of reflect on that and how that impacts our lives. So that's been a really great healing thing to be doing over the last eight years. So. Yes. They're the sorts of things that I do, but one of the greatest things that I do is go and support my Richmond Tigers. I love doing that, oh Wendy. my
1: God, why did I ask um, that question? Oh, I that <laughs> but I do. For, I know. I know.
0: They stress me out from time to time. Um, they, I also absolutely thoroughly love going to the footy. So, and I go to the footy with my son, with Jackson. Yes. So that that you know, extra little bit of family time for me is absolutely wonderful. I love it.
1: And I think that's the key, Demo, what you're saying, is we've got to find the things that light us up inside. We've got to find the things what that we love. brings joy. What brings yeah. us joy, you know? And it's got to be, you can't, okay, you know, you can't be doing things where someone else thinks that they're good to do and, you know, they're important to them. You've got to find what's important to you. It's got to be mm. it's got to come from deep within your soul, deep within your heart, cuz otherwise you're never going to do it. You know, you might I don't know, you might go for a half an hour walk three times a week, but if you hate walking and you prefer swimming, then go swimming three times a week, you know? It's it really comes down to what does what, what your, what's your soul telling you? What what do you want to do deep deep down within your core? What do you want?
0: Yeah, that's that's exactly right. What floats your boat? Right? The the Marie Kondo kind of approach of what brings you joy. Joy. Yeah. Um, you can do that in your life. Like it doesn't have to be just be in your wardrobe. It doesn't have no. to be in the kitchen. Um, you can actually discard things and say thanks for bringing, you know, that time into your life. But you can move on from stuff. You don't have to get held back by stuff or people or events or behaviours or habits, you know. You can move on. If it doesn't bring you joy anymore, then don't do it. Um, exactly.
1: But- and if it's not, as I just said two seconds ago, if it's not lighting you up inside, we'll turn to work, walk away. Find something different. Yep. You be, We are evolving beings, you know okay, some of us, we will always love our footy and we will always love our teams and I get that. But then, you know, we might stop liking someone for six weeks or six months or whatever. Then we might like something else or then we come back yeah. to liking someone again, whatever it is. You know, there's no – I don't believe there's hard hard and fast rules around all of this.
0: No, there's not. There's not. People like to have you think that there is hard and fast rules yes. and you've got to eat yes. this particular way all the ways and you've got to exercise this particular way always. But if it doesn't float your boat – then you've got to move on and you've got to change it. You've got to mix it up. And exactly. I think that's really important. That's part of acknowledging um what's working for you, what's not working for you, but it's part of acknowledging that stress um is different to boredom and stress yes. is different to groundhog. Yes. You know, so like if you're stuck in groundhog, then you're uninspired. Um if you if you feel that the grind is not worth it, then what you're grinding for is not inspiring. Um in other words, you know that you probably need to flip it and change it you need to be doing something slightly different
1: absolutely damien Christoph, mm-hmm. wisdom coming to you live how good is this
0: <laughs> there you go, Wendy I know so, you, you bring out something from me oh,
1: sure. Yeah, I know Richmond, that's what I bring out <laughs> No, no, just kidding, just kidding So Damien, as we come to the end of our time together Which I hope, I know it won't be the last time on the show And can't wait to have you on again and talk about something else Another topic soon um, How can people find you or organise a consult with you Or an appointment with you Or where can people find out more Damien Christophe wisdom?
0: <laughs> well, you can go to DamienChristophe.com. That's uh, a great place to start yes. if you look for web-based stuff. You can go to Facebook. I don't use Facebook as much anymore. I'm kind of off the socials at the moment. Yes. Um, I might come back onto them, but who knows. Um, So I've got Facebook uh, Dr. Damien Christoph page, Uh, so you can look at that one. Um, And then, of course, I have my practice, uh, Vita Lifestyles in yes. Sandringham, and people can come and see me there. Um, I still see um, patients. I still do that, and I love that. It really floats my boat. Uh, And I've got Forage, so people can access me through Forage. If you're wanting to lose weight, then join Wendy and I in the Wendy's Way Challenge. Absolutely. Uh, You know, it's a great way to learn how to lose weight safely, be healthy. Um, and be guided through it w- without it costing you a fortune.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. All these links will be in the show notes when this show goes live so people can find you and come and see you or learn from you or whatever they need, they will be able to find.
0: Absolutely. So there's a guy at my window. I've just waved him down. He's got the blower vac going. Oh, <laughs> because- God.
1: Oh, well, we better coins. hurry up and
0: wrap up this show then. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing that, Cole. Stop it. Stop so he just paused for a second, okay. which is great. So I'll be really we'll, uh, we'll, so we'll I, wrap it up. But absolutely. Wendy, thank you for letting me share. I've really enjoyed Anytime. being on here, having a little chat with you. today. Thank great. you
1: so much for being on my show, Damo. You're just the best. And, you know, we always learn so much from you. And I can't wait to have you on the show again. And thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much, Wendy.
1: All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode of Wendy's Way. It's been my pleasure to bring it to you. To hear more episodes of my show and to subscribe to it, visit my website for the links to iTunes and Android. I would appreciate it if you would leave a review and share my podcasts with your friends and family. For all things Wendy's Way, you can find me on social media and on my website, which is wendysway.com.au. I look forward to catching you on the next episode of my show. Until then, please remember, it takes a village. Be kind to yourselves and bye for now.